Hello, this is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living. I'm with my colleague, Kat Larson. Hi, Kat. Hi, Taylor. How are you? Well, actually, I'm doing great because here we are now hitting summer, the summer stride. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about summer and I want to talk about summer memories and what we're doing <laughs> to make this magic in our life happen. I've always believed that there's a time and a place for everything, right? And I think sometimes mm -hmm. summer... Um, has its own special place, at least in my heart. Uh, I certainly, as a young boy, remember growing up on the beach, playing all sorts of sports, being in the water. Uh, and in California, it was magic because we got out um, Labor Day, I mean, Memorial Day, and we didn't go back till after Labor mm -hmm. Day. So literally, we had yep. a full summer to really enjoy um, the beauty of it. And I, I want to talk about people, uh, their summer memories and what they're doing to make those things happen. One of my interesting mm -hmm. uh, reading ex experiences was I was reading about a person who said uh, they wrote back to their dad after 10 years, uh, they were out of the home and they said, dad, thanks so much for not doing the bathroom. And I was like, what? So I read this article and they had gone to Canada instead of spending the money on fixing the bathroom. And this person was saying, I want you to know what I remember from that summer experience that I would not have appreciated had we fixed the bathroom and what they were saying to their dad was i know how hard it was for you i mean you're very pragmatic and there wasn't a lot of money to go around and you were torn as to whether you should fix the bathroom finish it make it right or take the time to be with us in canada and oh. it was so moving to me to think this guy did the right thing in the moment that's not oh. easy to do if you have like say ten thousand dollars and you don't have 10,000 more, you can only do one of the two. And I, I really respected him. I mean, I'm sure I don't know him, but I would, I'm sure he, he, he struggled with it. And this kid was writing and saying, thank you, dad, for choosing Canada. Um, that, so I, I, I hope people will, and I'm not just saying this because I'm yellow. Obviously I like to play and have fun. I'm saying this because I think there's, there's times to make the right choice being people, not things. And he did. Mm -hmm. He made his family number one, right? Um, so, mm -hmm. so, so, summer memories. Uh, you mentioned a comment we were talking earlier before the podcast. How hectic it's already gotten, like the summer, right? Yeah. And I think yes. that's very real for a lot of parents with kids. Your kids have gone from the, the nest, but especially people that yeah. have kids that are in all sorts of programs and everything else. It's it's interesting. What does it mean to have the summer fun? Like, what does it look like? Can you remember one of your favorite summer memories? You know, I have two. The funniest one was we uh, we had a camper when I was growing up, <laughs> and we were just talking about this the other day um, with my mom. My mom, who's ninety five, yeah, and you know she's just amazing. You know how short term memory? Heck, even my short term yes, memory is going right. So her short term memory isn't great, but boy, she remembers stuff from nineteen, you know, sixty <laughs> nine. That's, right. That's right. And we had so we had. I was on the top bunk. I was probably three or four. I remember this though. My brother was on the bottom bunk. We had, you know, there's like people everywhere in those old uh, pop-up that had right. another pop-up thing inside. Right. I don't know if you know what I'm talking yep, about. Yep, I do. Yep. And I think we were on Cape Cod. I think we were on Cape Cod. But so, so, so all of a sudden my brother's like, like something's leaking. Oh my and, gosh. And, and I was in the bunk above him. Well, I, 
Just no, had too much cooling. No, so it's oh. coming. Yes, it's coming through my sleeping bag onto him. Oh my! We still gosh. laugh about that when we all get together. And I was three when that happened. See, those are the memories that you right, right. You're still laughing about them today, right? Yep. I, yep. I love that. I is. It's funny. We did so much camping because we really couldn't afford much more when we were younger. That yeah. I, I don't ever yeah. want to camp again. <laughs> In fact, Gene and I, we were going to go on a camping, a camp out. We were like engaged and we were going to go on a camp out for a weekend. And thank God he was so gracious to us. We, he, we hit something in the road and it made my car break down. And I think that's why we're married. I don't think we would have married if we'd actually ended up camping for the weekend. Because <laughs> I don't think that's my best suit. So it's just fun to think back on those memories. I, I, I do, I asked one real fond memory of an aunt. I didn't know that well, actually. And I wrote her and I said, we'd like to come East. And she's this wonderful, dynamic, dramatic, red woman, Annie. And mm-hmm. I, she put together mm-hmm. a package for us. Now I, that was when I was probably 32, something like that. I remember mm-hmm. it as though it were yesterday. She gave this wonderful insight where we should go, what we should do. And I still remember the duck chasing my, my summer, my white, my white daughter, <laughs> scaring her. And I am so grateful to her for having put that together for us, for giving us those insights. Yes. So, you know, if you can do something to make somebody's memories kind of come alive, whether it's what you do in the top bunk or what my aunt did for us, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think people ought to think about this summer. What could you do to create memories? And you're, you're also making a good point that we don't necessarily know the memories we're going to create until we're actually doing it. And then they come. Things happen while you're there. For sure. And it, you oh, can do it at home. Sure. You can just plan times to go together as a group, do, do something, whatever it's going to be, just the creativity yes. of enjoying those moments, right, together. That's what's important. And the power of it, too, is like when my kids do come home, like, you know, they're older, they're 22 and 20. And when they come home, I mean, their their memories are. So I grew up all through my, you know, from, you know, zero to, I think I was probably what, what grade, I don't even know, 12, 11 or 12, but from one to 12, my dad was the director of training for Boy Scouts uh, nationally. So we lived every summer at summer camps Wow. and, you know, and so it was, you know, like singing around the fire and hiking and, and I mean, everything, you know, canoeing and aquatics and everything that you do at, you know, at Boy Scout camp. Yep. Right. Outdoor activities. Those of you that are Boy Scouts. Yeah. There, it's just a summer camp and it was great. And, and I know every, I probably know every summer camp song. (laughs) (laughs) My husband will roll his eyes and say, Oh, she does. Yes. No, it's true. Um, But but when that my kids come home, we sit outside, right. even here right. in you know Oklahoma, around our fire pit on yes. the porch, and they want us. They go, they'll like you know sing Henry Yes I Am or sing some of these yes. ridiculous songs that I've been singing since I was. Those three. are the great memories. So that is what you're talking. about. It is about. exactly yes. what I'm talking about. If yes. you don't have those things, then you don't have anything to remember, which is sad. I I, yes. I think it's very important yes. for families to create memories, and they do that by making others important in their lives. I'm, yes. I I think for me, summertime has always been a wonderful time to read books. I love reading books. Um, I, it seems mm-hmm. to have more time to go out and do that. I I'm I'm just finishing a book right now called American Dirt, which is just a saga of this incredible story mm-hmm. of a woman who whose husband is killed, and he's a reporter, and she's friends with the cartel leader. Uh, who killed him. Oh. And so she 
tries to make her way up north. And it's very, very meaningful reading. Just a, it's summer gives me a little more time just to think about these things I, I, that I'm reading. Yes. Which I really kind of appreciate, right? So yes. I, I think that's important. Yeah. And I think you make a, made a great point earlier is like, you know, we did some of the big stuff um, and that, that was fun and they have some right. memories, but really the memories that keep coming back, at least in our family are the campfire songs, the s'mores, the, right. you know, the things that right. aren't that, I mean, they love the Disneyland trips. They love the trips. I'm not saying no, that no. what I'm saying is that that's not what they remember the most, at least from our, no, my kids. I think that's true in general. I think people, if you, you should ask your kids, listeners, what are their best memories of your time together as a family? What do they remember? Mm-hmm. And some of the things that, that they'll tell you will surprise you. I mean, I, I still remember driving across country in a Rambler, and I loved sleeping in the middle seat on the floor because you could just feel that hum. And I remember my mother throwing out used diapers onto the road, like, okay, we're done. That's gone. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't even dream of that today, but that was what I still remember as just those great memories of being together as family and doing things. So I do think it'd be fun to ask your kids what their memories are and what they think about and I do think it's also important for you to write, what would be the five things I would like to do this summer that would make my summer meaningful? What would I like to do? Um, visit family, try something new you've never done before, enjoy a new sport, something that would make this summer uh, read a certain book. Uh, just what, what might make your summer special for you? Because I think at the end of the day, Kat, if you don't have those things to look back on, you kind of miss out on life, Right. Oh yeah. And I, I think one of our last podcasts, we talked about the process of getting over yourself, which is one of your, your tools, you know, how do you get over yourself? And I remember in our car when we were little and my dad, you know, just, I really actually kind of felt him get over himself as we were Mm. messing around and playing and, you know, you know how like dad's like reach around, you know, smack you and (laughs) reach out and you don't, yeah, because he would get so frustrated with us having fun. Right. And then I think, I think he really shifted. I remember, you know, just growing up and just kind of enjoying it as opposed to shutting it down so quick. Yes. I think that's another thing to be, let's talk about that a little bit because you can go have these summer vacations and not get over yourself enough to allow some of these things to happen, right? Well, I love that question because unfortunately there are people, especially Reds, um, that really are future oriented yes. instead of the current time. Yes. yes. Or a blue can say it's just too much work, you know, to plan and prepare for this yes. thing, right? And, and so that yes. gets in the way of really enjoying it. You're right. And, and people around you feel it. Like they feel that lack of presence or the resentment you have because you, what you have to do to make it happen or that you'd rather be someplace else. They feel that stuff. Yes. So please remember that even if your kids have more of a gift of play because they're young and whatever, they still sense whether yeah. you like being with them, want to be where you are, or if you're, especially today, if you're off in a corner on a, te- on a cell phone, like really? Are you not going to be present? I have this gal. I love this woman. She's red. My gosh, she's got so many businesses. Very successful. What a great person. Every time she sees me, she brings me something to eat. I'm like, I love her to death. So so then she says, well, of course, well, of course just, it's so, <laughs> so adorable. And then, and then she said to me, uh, you said to me last time on Sunday, turn the phone off. Just turn it off. It, whatever needs to be done can we wait till Monday. And she goes, I honestly had like an anxiety attack. I was like, well, I don't know that I can do that. Like I, I'm always plugged in and she's so good that she did it just done. No, I'm doing it. 
And she goes, I can't tell you the difference in the ambiance in my home. Like my husband, who's oh. blue, felt, oh, I matter. Like I matter enough. You would never do this for somebody else unless you cared about them like you care about me. That's how much it meant to him. And then the kids, oh. she goes, they felt me, me, mom, home as a priority as opposed to um, my work. And she goes, I love my work. I've always loved my work. I will always love my work. But I know my priority is my family. And I was not showing that. And she said, and Taylor, she goes, I relaxed. Like I literally was stunned at how easy it was for me to let it go. I, I didn't think I could do it. But I loved it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it. I'm not going back. And that's what I love about Reds. Once they decide, it's done. It's done. Not going to happen yes. anymore. Right? Yes. And I, and I think it's a gift that we well you we need to work on. Oh, for sure. I, I girls basketball when we would go to, I mean, we actually went, uh, your neck of the woods oh, really? to basketball camp yeah. several years and, um, you know, get in the van without turning over their yes. cell phone because I mean, and, and it is a world of difference in the development of the team and the dynamic. They start being yes. goofy again. Yes. Cause we, you know, and having just silly fun, not instead of being focused on their own cell phone, pick, right. In their own world. Yes. Do you know, remember, I remember. Yeah. And I know everybody's on that. Well, way, we all have to learn. True. It we is. have to learn to manage our um, technical uh, advances we've made. Otherwise they own us. Right. Yes. And I will never forget the time I was asked to consult with a company, international company. We met in Chicago and these people flew from all around the world and paid me good money to be there. And at the meeting, mm -hmm. everyone's plugged into their phone. Like I was like, What? How can this possibly be? A well, you were presenting. Well I'm, well, I'm sitting with them presenting. Like I have eight people that these are the top leaders of this company and they're all plugged into their phones while we're talking in Chicago. And I said, oh, okay, I know this is going to be strange, but give me your phones. And they're like, what? I said, I am not going to try and build teams with people that are working with other people around the, around the world. You are here today to spend time with each other, not with those people you're talking to. And it was like, uh, it was hard for them, very hard for them to pull away from that. But there's no way we would have succeeded if we hadn't. They were fine with it after a while, but boy, it sure was difficult for them to do that. So I'm thinking in that scenario, if that's how they are, how must they be with their spouses or their kids? They lose priority all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you raised that issue. People, listeners, please Stop letting the technical wizardry of our world own the quality of life. We're granted so abundantly, like so many. I mean, I think about the opportunities you have to go enjoy this world and enjoy the people in your world. Yeah. And if you, dis if you dismiss that by taking the easier path of being focused on your phone, then shame on you. You're missing a very important element of life. It's just, it's just such, oh, we're yep. so fortunate to have the opportunities to be together and do things that we do, Kat. I want people to, under, and by the way, you'll, you'll never get to know someone as well as when you play. When you play, you really get to know somebody. Uh, in fact, we, we always had a thing in our family. We didn't do it all with everyone, which is unfortunate, but in, with many of them, we went on trips with the one they were going to marry. And it becomes very clear who people are. <laughs> very clear. <laughs> In fact, one, I should tell, I, I shouldn't tell the story, but one, I was, he was such a great boy. Oh my gosh, this was such a great kid. And so, um, I went into his room after we'd, we'd sit in the night in a hotel and he had his room and I went in there and I put some water on, <laughs> on the bed. And I said, oh my gosh, did you pee in your, are you kidding me? <laughs> 
Oh, you my are gosh. evil. It's- you need to see a, you need to see a therapist. <laughs> I sit in front of the mirror every day for 30 minutes. <laughs> no, no. This guy was so cute. He goes, I don't, I don't think so. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> but it just showed you his wonderful heart. He was so non-defensive. He was not negative. And he was so playful when I showed up. I was laughing and kidding. And he goes, well, that was really good. You really got me. I mean, it was that kind of stuff you could see, <laughs> you know? So I do think in play, you can actually find out more about people than if you're always being structured anyway. So I hope that, you know, you know, all our blue listeners are now going to write into you and say, you are evil. <laughs> well, and they deserve to say that to me. Absolutely. That's, yes, they do. There's no question, <laughs> but I wanted to find the best person for my daughters. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, there's your well, well, well there's your spin. Well, there's yeah, your spin. Except she didn't marry him. She should have married him. No, actually, I like oh, who good. she married even better, but he was a okay. great catch oh, too. Good. Good. It's interesting. It, re- it reminds me sometimes about how much we don't we forget to really play and enjoy our time with each other. Like really having a good time together. And yes. I hope that our people will be listening this summer about what can we do to make this family better like more engaged with each other. And some of you are going to have some struggles. Some of you have these very quiet, reclusive kids that don't really want to engage. And some of you have kids that are really plugged into the internet and Game Boys. And I mean, not everybody's got an easy task. I'm not saying that. But I do suggest Mm -hmm. that you remind them, first, we are a family. First, we are together. And dads and moms, please be present for the summer activities. Don't just resent the fact that you have to go or do or make it happen. Look forward to the time you have with them. I, Kat, you've experienced this now, and I certainly have as well. When they go, it feels like it was just a blink of an eye. In the moment of raising them, it oh. doesn't feel like that. But boy, when they're gone, you're like, how could that have gone so fast? So if you didn't take the time when you had it, you missed it, right? Yep. That is a a truth. That's a big T truth, It's a big T truth. Isn't <laughs> it true? I, it's, I mean, I, I still remember when I was raising kids and they yep. were in diapers and people said, you won't believe how fast it goes. And I'm like, what are you drinking? There's no way it's going to go fast. It feels like it's forever, right? And then, of course, now I'm the one saying, trust me. In those moments, it, it, it may feel like forever, but it goes faster than you think. And by the way, if you didn't yes. take the time to do it when they were with you, it's much harder for them to want to do it with you when they're gone. So whatever you're going to create with them, it's best you do it now, not wait till later. That's a really great point. That's a really great point. Like set the precedent of how we, like when you say family first, I mean, I think that's, and then what that does for their families. It's so true. Um, Like how they can create that in their families. Because if you don't teach them, it's hard for them to know. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I feel Mm -hmm. it breaks my heart when I see people who are kind of lost with family because they never had it. They never saw it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I have some remarkable stories of people in my life that I've come to know who they were so badly treated. It's almost hard for me to breathe when I hear their stories and they've gone off and really yes. created remarkable legacies. That's rare. <sighs> it's a bit, it's magical. You know, I, I, one of my favorite yes. people, um, she's just adorable. Like she is such a wonderful lady and her mother would just blatantly say, Oh yeah, this is my ugly daughter. Yeah. This is my less. <sighs> yeah. This is not the smartest one I've got. She would just be rude and cruel to her. And this girl is, she is unbelievable. She is the most joyous, lovely, giving person in the world. And I think to myself, how does somebody crawl out of that and make their own world right, even though they weren't taught that? 
So for most of us, though, we need that. We need someone to show us, how do you do it? How do you engage a family? So please, parents, mm-hmm. take the time to teach your kids how to love, how to be present, how to enjoy the magic when you're with them, so that they will then be able to pass that on and come back to you the same way. Well, we got to quit, Kat. One more time. All right. I'm going to go on vacation. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go do something fun. No, you know what's kind of, I got to be, I got to be, I got to be honest. I was so touched recently. One of my granddaughters is graduating from high school. So for a senior trip, they're going to go, they want, she wants to go where there's sand, you know, let's just go to the beach yes. and uh, invited yes. my wife and I to go. And I'm oh. telling you, she just owned my heart when that happened. The will just got changed. Oh. I was just so appreciative of her taking these old people, like instead of saying I'm off on my own. So it's kind of, it's kind of very, very cool. I I would, I can't say how much I appreciate that. So I'm going to vacation too. Okay. Well, you're painting a very, uh, a very, I mean, I think that that is like object are closer than they appear in the rear view mirror because you are not old and you have more fun. No, I'm sure she's like, you're the funnest person I know, grandpa. Age is just a number. You're right. You're right. But when I see my picture and I see my gray hair, which I've had for 50 years, I'm like, okay, you are old, yes. but you can still be fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you, Kat. Absolutely. Listeners, thank you so much. We you appreciate care. who you are and what you are. Please do your work. Please don't just not do your work. You'll miss out if you don't. Um, have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye now. Go make yep. a memory. Go make a memory. Good one. Bye-bye. Hey, Color Code family. It's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the people code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.